Hey folks, what's up? It's Craig, the Natural Medic. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Natural Medic Adventures. Thanks for being here. Now, if you've been watching this channel at any time, I live in Texas. Texas! And unfortunately, in the summertime, it's usually really too hot to do very many overnight backpacking trips. I do some day hiking, but backpacking trips is just too hot. 90s, 100s, it's, for me, it's just too much. But luckily, I was able to go to Santa Fe, New Mexico pretty recently with my mom for about a week. I squeezed in an overnight backpacking trip. I went to Lake Catherine, which is located in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains of the Pecos Wilderness, which is inside of the Santa Fe National Forest. There's a ton of trails up there, but I had seen another YouTuber go to this very lake, which is the highest alpine lake in New Mexico. New Mexico? It's 11,600 feet. You will see <laughs> how much of a challenge it was for me to get up there. But it's really an intermediate trail. I wouldn't call it an expert trail, but I definitely wouldn't call it a beginner trail. I wanted to share the trip video with you in case you want to plan a trip there yourself or to some other place in the area or just want to improve, try to improve your skills. I have a summary at the end and tell you what things went right, what things went okay, things could have been better, and hopefully that will help you. But without further ado, thanks for being here, y'all. Let's get to the video. Hey folks, Craig Natural Medic here, and slight change in plans here. Going to cowboy camp instead of using my tent. The trailhead is over there. Gonna go do that. Should be a challenge. Okay, y'all, shit's getting real. <laughs> I'm loaded up. Here's the portal. And here's where we're going. Down that trail right there. On to Lake Catherine. To pardon my huffing and puffing. Going up. Here is the entrance to the Pecos Wilderness. About 0.7, 0.8, somewhere around there. Into the trail. There's another trail that goes that way. Goes to what it says on the sign here, Lake Peak. It tells you about the Windsor Trail. If you want to read it, go ahead and pause the video. They came here to the Pecos area around 1879. And built a homestead. And they used the Windsor Trail to transport stuff back and forth. Before it was National Forest. That's your cliff notes. We'll continue on through this or go through the gate to uh, Lake Catherine. Here I go into the wilderness. It's very cool back here. It's cool. This is cool. And it's also the temperature is cool. It's in the probably the mid to low 50s right now. Man, can't get weather like this in Texas. That's for sure. Not this time of year. So I'm really enjoying this. And I hope you are too. If you are, give me a good old thumbs up. Let me know you're appreciating my content. Beautiful grove of aspens right along the trail. They go all the way down the hillside here. Very beautiful. I don't know if you know this about aspens, but aspens usually are a clone species, meaning a lot of them, like when there's a fire, will regenerate from the same rootstock. And a lot of these are interconnected, kind of like a big, like one big tree with many stems. It's an aspen. That's your factoid for the moment. Now you can probably hear the Namby Creek, which is just a bit to the, over there. Windsor Trail keeps going down this way. The ski basin is back the other way. So I've gone about, about two and a half miles, according to my calculations. They say two and a quarter. Puerto Nambe is that to the right two miles 
we're going to go over this little creek here and see what lies ahead. This is Namby Creek. And whoa, it's a flowing. Hey, if you need some water, filtered, of course, this might be the place. Got some stepping stones right here. I'm just going to hop right across and hopefully not fall in while filming. I'll try this at home, kids. Made it. There's the view from the other side. That's where I just was. Woo! Once you pass the Namby Creek, you have another trail junction. To the left is Upper Namby Trail, number 10. Goes down that way. Puerto Nambay keeps going this way, Windsor Trail. Ski Basin is behind me. Let's keep going. Oh my God. Look at these rocks. Look at these rocks. Look at these rocks. Pretty obvious, but if you want to go down to the Rio Nambe, you go that way. If you want to go back to the ski area, you go that way. If you want to go to Lake Catherine, you go that way. Okay. I guess I would call this a lunch, but it's more like a pre-supper. So I'm going to have some lemon pepper, tuna fish, and a tortilla. Maybe two tortillas, I'm not sure. Yum, yum. Okay, went to New Mexico. Have a little tunerito. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Cooling off a little bit, so I put on my rain jacket. Just a plain Jane frog togs. Should help retain a little bit more body heat. I was getting a little chilly eating lunch because I was not moving anymore. And of course, I was a little wet because it's been raining ever since I left the trailhead. <laughs> this around the mid middle of the, I guess, middle of the lunch hour. So, anyway, so if you're cold, put on your rain jacket. That's the first step. Definitely no expert. That looks like. A large mammal dropping. <laughs> Not sure. If anybody knows, let me know. It's been a bunch of flat walking following the ridge lines pretty gently. But now, <laughs> going up some switchbacks and then have another set of switchbacks to bust through until we get to Lake Catherine. But we've done about three, sorry, 4.2 miles. I'm not sure of the exact mileage because Onyx Backcountry says four miles and other things say six miles. So I don't know. But I'm most of the way there, no matter what. We wonder sometimes why we walk up slippery trails <laughs> in the rain, in the snow, in the whatever. But it's because of this right here. Look at this view. I'm not even at Lake Catherine yet, and that's just beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Okay, right here is the junction. Continue on to Lake Catherine to the left, Skyline Trail, and it's like Spirit Lake to the right over there. So I'm going to go this way. I could be wrong on the altitude's getting to me, but I think I hiked all that in front of me earlier today. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, 
here at the end, it's getting a little slower going. It's getting higher, and I'm losing my breath, but I'm going to do this. Find out and see if I do. Holy shit, y'all. Holy shit. <laughs> Pardon my expletives, but that's pretty cool. That's a Santa Fe baldy over there. I can't really see it because of the trees. Hello. It is six something in the morning. This is where I slept last night. Stayed relatively warm. Except when I rolled over, I kind of had to readjust my quilt. I did not make it all the way to Lake Catherine. It was getting super dark. I was estimating about a four-hour trip, according to Onyx Backcountry. And turned out to be about an eight-hour trip. Sorry, a four-mile trip. And turned out to be about an eight-hour, eight-mile eight trip. So there's some water nearby. It's a nice, relatively flat spot, so I was like, shoot, I'll just crash right here. I, I, I can't sleep here. I can't sleep here. I can go see Catherine in the morning. That's what I'm going to do. As soon as it gets a little bit brighter and warmer, I'm going to head down there after I collect some water. Just leaving my campsite, and didn't notice this last night, but there's a rock cairn right here indicating a turn. So I'm going to head up here and over there through the rocks. You're getting close. Too late, Catherine. It's just on the other side of these trees here. But look at all these boulders. I kind of have to negotiate through these boulders a little bit to get over there. And then, of course, I got to go back through them. So, wish me luck. I don't quite know what to say, y'all. This is amazing. It was only uh, about three-tenths of a mile from where I camped. But it was a little bit rugged getting through. And the trail wasn't exactly clearly marked. It is clearly struck along the path. But golly. Isn't this beautiful? Surrounded by mountains, this tallest one up here, obscured by the clouds. Let me move over here. Is, I believe it's Santa Fe Baldy. But it could be this one. <laughs> I'm really not sure right now. But I'm just awestruck by this view. Wow, this is what makes it all worth it, y'all. Getting to go to beautiful places like this that you can't see any other way. See good enough before. This is Lake Catherine. I only camped about three tenths of a mile away from it, but it was super dark last night. Follow this ridge line here, get to Santa Fe Baldy, which I was going to try to attempt since I'm out here, but I think I'll save that sucker for another trip. It looks pretty sketch up there. <laughs> At least for a flatland East Texas hiker, rolling hills, whatever. I hope you're enjoying this video. Pretty big tree of some sort. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's a spruce. But if you find that coming back out, all you do is follow this path through these boulders. It's not too difficult. There's a pretty well-worn path. It is not marked very well. But if you have an app, like Onyx Backcountry or possibly all trails, then... All you gotta do is follow this trail down and it just winds through the boulders. You'll know you'll be starting these switchbacks when you see this big vista here. Wow, isn't that pretty? That's part of the ridge over there, what we saw earlier at Lake Catherine. The switchbacks are no joke. They're pretty narrow. I don't even I call them single track, I almost call them half tracks. As you can see, the drop off going down, kind of steep. I'll give you a view again from the top.
Okay, big vista. Switchback, I just came up. Goes there. You can see it goes down and just kind of winds down over there to go to Lake Catherine. Or if you're coming from Lake Catherine, like me, that's where it comes out. As soon as you come off the switchbacks, you'll see that big post right there. Or you might see it as you're coming in. That's the turn indicator. If you want to go all the way up there on Santa Fe Baldy. Another time, another place, maybe I will attempt that, but not today. <laughs> but I am going to sit down here by the little post, take a little peanut butter and water break. View of Santa Fe Baldy. I'm assuming it's this peak here, not this peak here. That's right above Lake Catherine as well. Looks like a bit of a challenging climb to get up there. I just don't think I have it in me today, but another day, maybe. Hey, nice thing about going out of Lake Catherine, all the stuff I climbed up yesterday is now downhill. <laughs> the view. That's view of Baldy, or whatever next to Baldy. <laughs> but, so it should be a little less strenuous, a little less time taking to get back to the trailhead. Fingers crossed. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hope you enjoyed the video. Let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the trip. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The things that went right, okay, and maybe not so good. So, first thing I want to tell you is I did adapt my backpack, and I will change that in lighter pack and have links to all the things that I carried in the description so you can check that out for yourself if you want to check out some of that equipment that I carried. Let's talk about the ugly, which is the things that didn't work as well. Number one thing was I underestimated the time it would take, distance, both distance-wise and how much actual time it would take to hike all that mileage. After the fact, I picked up a copy of this book here from a, a used bookstore. I got this for five bucks, believe it or not. It's got a lot of different hikes in New Mexico. Lake Catherine is in there, and it tells you that it takes 16.4 miles round trip. That's in and back, and approximately 10 to 12 hours of hiking time. Now, I did it just under 10. I did it about nine hours, and let's say nine hours and 40 some odd minutes. That's still quite a bit. <laughs> I was anticipating because of Onyx Backcountry said it was four miles, that I was going to be going four miles and not hiking as long. I was wrong. <laughs> you definitely need to be doing your homework, get you a guidebook of the trails. Do your homework. Don't do so much homework. You're going to go on or check multiple sources on the web or people that have hiked it. Whatever your method is, make sure you double and triple check it to make sure that you're anticipating the right amount of mileage and the right amount of time it's going to take to cover that mileage, okay? Now, because I'm a YouTuber and a podcaster, I use my phone to record my special edition podcast, which if you haven't heard that, I'll link it down in the description below. It's just an audio only from Lake Catherine. I also recorded all of my YouTube footage using my cell phone. So I had a bad cable, didn't know it. It was a cheap dollar tree cable, dollar twenty-five cable, but I had plenty of battery power. I had an Anchor 10 milliamp, and I had a 30,000 generic one I got on Amazon. 
that I used for battery power. Anyway, I like to share these adventures with y'all, and because of that, I wasn't able to do that. Another thing that didn't work very good, I brought my normal Sawyer Mini, but I also brought this as a backup. This is the Be Free with the Hydropack 2-liter bladder on it. For whatever reason, when I got up after I slept, I tried to filter water with this, and it would not come through. I don't know if it was clogged or what happened. It didn't get down that cold, so I know it wasn't the problem of freezing, but I've never had that issue before. But I brought this as a backup because it's like, well, just in case the other one stopped working. Well, it was the way this one was, it didn't work very well. Sawyer Mini worked like it always does. Additionally, I used two smart water bottles or smart water style bottles. They worked great for just draining clean water into. I did not scoop with these. I used my CNOC bag to scoop water. That worked really well. I guess we're on the bad section now. Bad, bad. I didn't need my chair, my puffy jacket, my book, or the extra tarp. But I had them with me just in case. It's good to have stuff that you need just in case you need it. Even though it's extra weight that you may not necessarily be crazy about carrying, just to have that. It did rain on me the entire way up the mountain. It did not rain while I was sleeping, thank goodness, because I was cowboy camping on a tarp, inflatable climate pad, and my quilt. And my inflatable pillow. Didn't get wet then. Never had to set up my chair. Never had time to set up my chair. As always, my cook set, it worked great. Heated up the water for breakfast. Just fine. It would have probably worked for supper if I had eaten supper. I actually didn't eat supper because I was so exhausted. I just put my, made my bed out and I was out. It, was got, it got so dark because it's on the east side of the mountains. It got dark a little earlier than I anticipated as well. I had a backup flashlight because my headlamp I thought was charged for some reason wouldn't come on. I was at my lightest weight that I've done on a backpacking trip at 28 points. I think I was 28.2 pounds according to my scale when I lost my tent. I just left my tent back in the car, decided that I was going to do cowboy camping. That's with food, water, fuel, all that stuff. 28.2 pounds total weight. That's not bad. Not shabby at all. Anyway, I am glad I have this. I recommend, if you have the means, take yourself a Garmin device. I was lucky in the, where I was. There was a lot of cell phone coverage, but for probably a third or so, there was not cell phone coverage. If I had gotten It'd be good to have this in case you needed to summon emergency services. Anyway, if you got value from this video, make sure you give me a thumbs up. Think about subscribing to the channel. If you got any comments about what I carried, the trip, etc., please leave them below. Y'all be safe out there. I'll see you on the trail. Bye-bye.